I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the program. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Episode 18 of Live Mike here on KSL News Radio. Our guest in studio is Representative Brad Daw. Represents District 60. Uh, lives down in Orm. In the last segment, we talked about uh, lending. There's some legislation he's introduced, which would uh, protect some folks who are out to, to borrow money against uh, some of the predatory practices uh, by those who would take advantage of those circumstances. As last segment, this segment we're talking about tanning. Same legislator has a different bill. You'd like to keep teens out of the tanning bed. I want to tell you a story first. Uh, I may not come across this way, but I'm a theatrical person. When I was in, uh, I think it was a, my junior year of high school, the play, the musical presentation at my high school was South Pacific. And I secured the role of Lieutenant Dan Cable. Now, there's a scene in South Pacific where Lieutenant Cable, he gets a little friendly with uh, one of the ladies there on the island. And the script called for the actor playing this part, me in this case, to take my shirt off. I had to be shirtless there in my high school presentation. And I then and now uh, am incredibly self-conscious. So I went to the music teacher and I said, hey, uh, Miss House, listen, um, here's the thing. I'm told, very flattered. Thank you for the role. Uh, I'm going to do best I can. I'll learn the songs. Uh, this will be great. Uh, but can you help me out? Listen, I want to, I need some muscles and I need a tan. Is there any way that the music department would give me a few dollars to get a gym membership down the street and to get a few trips to the tanning bed? Uh, well, she said yes. And the school, my school, as I was growing up, getting ready to perform as Lieutenant Cable in this performance, uh, the school paid for my uh, visits to the tanning bed. So I, sir, I am sorry. I have, I've tanned in my past. It's, it's behind me. Uh, I've put that behind me. Uh, but anyway, I w- want to tell that story uh, to get us into this next segment. You uh, would like to keep teens out of tanning beds. How are you doing that? Uh, well, first of all, Liam, me a couple, I've tanned in my <laughs> past, too. Okay. So, I mean, we're both there. It used to be considered a healthy thing to do. The fact is, I actually voted against uh, this legislation years ago. But since then... It's become overwhelming. And this legislation, describe that real quick. This legislation, basically what it does is it it bans teens from being able to get a, a tan in a, in a commercial tanning booth. Uh, all out. Complete ban. It used to be they had to get parental consent. But the fact is there's just no good reason for a teen to be in a tanning booth. Have you experienced some pushback? Are, are folks saying, hey, no, but, uh, you know, there, there are medical benefits. Uh, or I, how about free choice? 
I had one guy in uh, in a, the committee presentation make a very odd presentation against everybody else in the committee was in favor of it. I've had one guy in email kind of uh, get a little bit testy. I've I've sent him back the evidence. Uh, other than that, this uh, legislation has been very well received. Uh, and you're optimistic that this will work out all right? I think so. And the fact is, many other states have already gone this route. There's some countries that have flat out banned tanning for anybody. So uh, the more we look at it, the, m- the more we look at how much damage it causes to people and raises the risk of skin cancer, uh, the better case can be made that these are not healthy options at all. Let me ask you this. Is this a prohibition on a teen, a minor, uh, entering into one of these salons and using one of their booths? Or is it a ban on, like the use of all minors in tanning beds. What I'm getting at is uh, we can buy these and have them in our homes. Yeah, some people can, and I'm sure some people do, but uh, the only thing that we're restricting is going into a commercial tanning bed. Yes. Understood. What are the penalties? What are the details of this legislation? Well, essentially, uh, the, the penalty is what it is now. Uh, if uh, It would be upon the uh, the owner of the, of the commercial tanning facility, and if they get caught uh, with uh, teens doing it, they'd be fined. And the requirement currently is, uh, in the absence of your legislation, the requirement currently is for a minor to use a tanning bed. They need a note. They need a parental permission from me. Well, they need a parent, uh, permission from the parent or permission from a doctor. I see. Have you have you talked to some uh, some of these teens who are going to be kicked out of the tanning bed since you started this effort? They haven't mentioned it to me. No, not, no one's uh, like I say. No one's raised uh, uh, any kind of ire. Not even the teens. I can remember when I was in high school. I don't know why this was the case, but it was right about the time of this uh, the South Pacific presentation. It became such. I'm from a tiny little small town, middle of nowhere, and there was a tanning uh, salon that came to town, and we just thought it was the coolest thing. And so it's the dead of winter, and we are all looking like we came straight off the beach. Uh, many of us took it uh, far too far. And if I'm honest, uh, looking back, and you know. You're able to keep up with your high school friends on Facebook. Uh, some of them have uh, put some notes up in recent years saying, hey, you know, the doctor said uh, I've got this little thing i got to get taken care of. Mm-hmm. And, and that's uh, actually what the science says now. If a teen goes in and tans, they're especially susceptible because of their age and, and so forth. If a teen goes in and tans even a few times, uh, the risk of skin cancer goes up anywhere from 40 to 70 percent uh, just right off the bat. And, and it happens later in life. That's the tragedy is it's not at the time, but it's later on in life. The damage is permanent. I know it's early in the process, but uh, you have someone on the Senate side uh, ready to work with you? Yeah, Senator Christensen's my uh, Senate sponsor. We've actually already had this bill to a vote in an interim committee. It was unanimous. So uh, we suspect that this legislation will be well-received. Outstanding. Very good. Representative Brad Dahl, grateful to you for your time. Oh, thank you, Lee. Glad to be on. And I'll tell you what, I, I was talking to you in the break. I, I'd like this program to be a, a place where legislators can come and share uh, with us, with the audience, with me, the, the different efforts uh, they're undertaking. Uh, we are on the eve of the of the legislative session. There's a lot that's going to be coming, and I, I hope that we can use this platform here as, a, as an opportunity to share all these details on both sides. And you said it best when, in the commercial break uh, that, uh, you know, sometimes we're not going to land on the same side of things, um, and, uh, and, and we'll have those conversations here. Well, I'm always happy to come in, have the debate, and, and inform the public. That's what we do. That's what we should be doing most often and all the time. Thank, Thank you, sir. Good luck up there uh, caucusing today.
Uh, that was Representative Brad Daw joining us, talking about a few things. Thank you for 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 indulging us and talking about some legislation. Uh, sometimes, uh, you know, legislation can get a little dry and boring, but the the implications of what uh, what these what these things mean uh, can be pretty profound. And on these two topics, uh, lending, you may find yourself up against it. You may need to patronize one of these businesses. Uh, I, I think that the, a wise person would do everything they could to avoid this type of lending. But uh, if you're up against it and you've got to make a bill, uh, you should be able to have options uh, operated by someone who isn't looking to exploit you. And that's what uh, the representative, I think, here is is working towards. On the tanning beds, um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I haven't been convinced. In years past, uh, I've, I've heard cases made for different medical benefits uh and i just i haven't heard any of that convincing evidence lately if you're if you feel differently if you uh have a different opinion on this i do want to hear from you the utah community credit union text line is five seven five zero zero five seven five zero zero is the text line to let me know what you think about this tanning thing in particular if you are a teen who would be uh, prohibited from using these i would like to talk to you i want to hear i want to hear what your argument is I'm going to tell you right now, I'm probably not going to agree with it, and I'm going to probably cut it to pieces. But I do want to give it a shot. Give it a shot. Make, surprise me. Make, convince me that, uh, that uh, tanning beds uh, are, uh, are a safe and healthy thing, and you should be uh, attending and visiting them uh, all you want. Uh, anyway, oh, you know what? My uh, wife, uh, she's not going to like me telling this story, but she, uh, we just recently had a baby. And the advice uh, from the medical folks is that you sh- certainly shouldn't be using these tanning beds if you're pregnant. Well, she found uh, some of these tanning salons that do the, sp- the spray stuff. And uh, and she did that. So maybe that's an alternative for you. If uh, if you're a teen, you're getting kicked out of the tanning booth because of this menal representative. Uh, maybe maybe uh, you go to one of the spray paint things. Uh, the texts are coming in now. Let's see what this one says. Oh, oh, thank you. Uh, sounds like a good idea to me, Lee. Okay, very good. Uh, thanks for the support. Listen, a uh, lot is coming up here on today's program. I told you that we would be mostly Iran-free on the show today. Uh, we're going to have to talk about Iran a little bit. In two instances today, we're going to talk about Iran. In the next segment, we're going to speak with ABC News correspondent Aaron Katursky. He is going to give us uh, some information. It, it turns out U.S. intelligence is pretty confident that Iran uh, painted the Ukrainian airliner with radar and fired two surface to air missiles and brought down the aircraft from the other day. That was just, uh, I, don't, I don't even think it was an hour after we learned uh, that some of these Iranian folks had sent missiles at uh, Iraq bases where uh, some U.S. servicemen and women uh, were housed. Luckily, we learned yesterday that there was uh, no casualties. Anyway, details coming up on that plane crash in Iran next with Aaron Katursky. This is Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and you're listening to KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind, only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor, Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.